dealers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, Sarge? Not much. Still here. <laughs> Those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, on the agenda today, we're going to be talking about the modding community is in a celebration for GTA 5, uh, or just all of GTA. Uh, they can mod again. Um, we're going to talk about microtransactions again, but this week it's with Battlefront 2. Uh, we're going to talk about H1Z1 and Unknown Battlegrounds and how that's all shaping out. We're going to be talking about, uh, uh, well, Overwatch had another little, little update for the PTR. And then we're also going to talk about Destiny. Lots of news about Destiny as far as um, they showed the farm. I don't know if you if you watch that Sarge the little peak of I it. Listen, I I listened to it. I didn't watch it. And and then we're also going to go into a little bit of the history of what made Destiny uh, kind of fail in year one and how they adjusted over the next two years and why we're concerned about going into Destiny two with maybe kind of the same issues. So all that today on episode 94 of Generation X Gaming. Appreciate you guys being here. If you guys want to watch us live every single week, uh, we're right here on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, also, if you want to, after the fact, you can watch us on YouTube, uh, past broadcast. I am still behind on updating these things. I swear one day I will be okay. Um, Sarge, is my mic cutting in and out for you still, or is it okay now? Currently okay. Okay. So how is everyone doing in chat? Appreciate you guys coming out. All right, so uh, first is first is what are we playing? What well, we playing? What are we playing? Well, actually, we're, we're going to go to Guardian Con what? first. We're going to go to Guardian Con first, right? So Guardian Con, uh, I don't know the exact total. I reached out to Kevin for the exact amount that was raised. Um, I know they raised one point two. I think it was one point two seven. I think it was uh, the last amazing. time. The one last time I checked. Um, so the event was 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 awesome it was awesome um for the second year of doing the the convention uh if you remember sarge it was in that smaller venue uh last year where they went to the 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 building next door this time so it was a much bigger event it was a two-day event instead of instead of a one-day event um everything that i believe they had a problem with last year at least from a a spectator view right i'm not kevin so i couldn't tell you if things went smoother or worse uh, from the from the backside, but as a as a a ticket goer as a as a consumer of going to this convention, the stuff that they had last year seemed like it was fixed this year, and then of course they had different issues this year, which is part of the growing pains. Which I think they'll have new issues next year when they go into the Tampa Bay Convention Center, which next year's event is July thirteenth and fourteenth, uh, also in Tampa as well. So it'll, I, I think it'll be in Tampa for the remainder of its lifespan, unless goth and bromance say otherwise. Um, but 
the event was great. They had uh, different sections for for panels. So they had a Twitch uh, theater, and they had a podcast theater, and then they had a main stage. Uh, they had a much bigger arcade than they did last year. They didn't have laser tag this year, uh, which I thought was okay. Um, they had a much more uh, abundance of vendors. Uh, so you could, you had Scuff Controller was there. Uh, you had Destiny Community Podcast had a, had a spot. Um, what else? You had a board game section. There was actually a board game sales that were there, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, what else? There was a VIP section, which there was, I, I think there was a VIP section last year. Um, and then they had this broadcasting section where they literally created a esports desk, okay, and they had Angry Iceberg and MTash basically be like the ESPN corresponders, uh, doing donations the whole time while live on the main stage, like in in front of the main stage, and then in the background they had a tournament for uh, the division, it's survival mode, and then they also had a tournament for PvP, uh. And I just thought it was it was well done. Them them doing the the shoutcast uh, for PvP, it was amazing because you could actually see what Destiny would be if it was competitive, like I've been talking about for three years uh, as an esport. And they did a really good job. So um, they had good food trucks there. I had these. It's called uh, the messy. What was it called? Messy tots. I think it was called. Um, and basically, all it was is tater tots, right? And it had like, it was like taco mix on top of tater tots. And I had it both days. It was delicious. It was delicious. So next time you come, if anyone comes uh, to the convention center, uh, Messy Tots, I believe it was called, uh, for the food truck I ate at. Really good. Really good. Um, Other than that, lots of meet and greets, lots of people. I was very surprised that I signed autographs, which was weird because when someone asked me, I think it was Ramsbug, asked me to sign her badge. And I was like, I don't know how to sign my name because I've never signed. The last time I signed 30 and Still Gaming was on Cody Bedrock's shirt the year prior. And this year I did about 15 to 20 autographs. And I took a lot of pictures of people that just came up to me. They like they they found me. They they saw who I was and I was amazed. I was amazed. It was really humbling and also freaky that people knew who I was. And then the, the people that I interview every day or every week on either this show or uh, the Rages Round Table didn't know who the hell I was, and they talked to me, So, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> until until I, I said something about the Rage, they're like, oh, 30. Uh, they didn't know who I was. It was the funniest thing. So people I talked to for three hours didn't know who I was. People that pop in that I never talked to and just watched me on the Rages Round Table literally walked up to me and uh, shook my hand, and it, it was pretty cool, pretty cool. So that was Guardian Con. Uh, if Kevin gets back to me with the actual number, I'll tell you the exact number that they raised. Um, but other than that, uh, what do you, uh, what have you been playing, Sarge? What have you been playing? Uh, I, I know you're going to be mad at me when I say this. I, I work and I haven't played anything. Nope. I'm, I'm on a podcast nope. about video nope. games and I, nope. and I haven't played anything. Go ahead. Nope. Nope. I, I played, I've been playing Destiny out of my mind. I've been playing Iron Banner since it started. Out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? Like, why Iron are you playing Banner. it so much? Like, what Iron do you? Banner. Iron Banner. I'm, I, I, I have. It's, it's like a thing in my head. I was just kind of messing around with my character, and I'm looking through the log of quests, and I'm like, I can't stand this giant log of quests. Because remember, I told you that I did the game all three times with each of the characters, 
And for some reason, when Rise of Iron came out, and right. once I downloaded the update, right. for some reason, on my other two characters, I did nothing. All the quests resetted, like I never did them. And so now there's just a giant quest log of, of crap. So, you're, so I've been slowly chewing through it. So your OCD but, is kicking in. But when Iron Banner started, I realized that I could actually kill seven quests at the same time. Right. Because they were all Crucible related. Right. Right. So I put on all the the uh, dead orbit gear. I changed to all void. I popped the primary uh, experience for the primary ammo. I carried around the last word and <laughs> went into PvP for five hours. It was redonkulous. I I have I have never played with a hand cannon for over a year, and now I'm playing with the last word. It was nigh impossible for like the first hour and a half two hours i'm like i have I'm, I'm trying to aim with it like you're not supposed to aim you're supposed to hip fire with it right and it goes so out of control and i'm trying to keep the gun down i was getting my ass kicked up and down like and then all of a sudden i hit a sweet spot and maybe it's because everybody's working maybe that's what it was i right. think everyone's working but i was in the top spot for like the next two hours on the team no matter what team i was on i was in the top and then you got that good old strange coin or motes of light yeah yeah <laughs> Because that's what I get when I get first place. I get absolutely nothing. Well, I, I looked at the gear. Nothing was really sticking out. Like, I just wanted to get the stuff to where, you know, I wanted to get the um, the, the actual gear from the, the quests. You know, when you do the Iron Banner quests, those missions, that yep. they actually give you the Iron Banner gear. That's what I was looking for. And so I'm chewing through it. So I just finished the Warlock. I'm probably going to do Hunter in the next couple days. And hopefully I can squeeze in the Titan... The last day, hopefully. Yeah, I did the same thing. I, I uh, Tuesday night played uh, the Iron Banner, and I started at 8 o'clock, and I said, I want to be level 5 by 10, 10, 10, 30. We hit it at 12.45. So I, I went through five levels. Uh, if you win, you could do it real fast, but we, we were on some close-ass team matches, man. We had some really close matches. We were good matches. They were like sweaty matches. It was good, though. It wasn't like annoying. Um we only had a couple of games where we had red bar, uh, red bar heroes, um, but uh, other than that, it was fun. I mean, it was mayhem, right? Not that it was chaotic mayhem; it was actual mayhem, right? So, like, I like that mode. I think it's fun that you just keep, you know, killing people left and right with grenades, just super and grenades, yeah, everywhere. yeah. So it was a lot of fun. I've been playing it as well. I played my warlock, and because I played my warlock, I was so far behind with my warlock on the book. You know, with the grenade kills and the and the orb making, and uh, and then I needed that level five iron banner for because for the last five months, I play iron banner, I get to four, and I'm like, I'll play, I'll get one more level later in the and week, you don't, and you don't, and I don't get, I don't go back, right? So, um, yeah, so I, that's what I did. I, I played it as well, leveled up, got so much gear. Okay, so this is how long I played. I played for six hours straight. Okay, never going back to the tower, never going back to the tower. Okay, my warlock character, okay, had nothing on him, right? Except for like a couple of guns, a couple of armor, like the first rows of everything. I got so much gear, but yet not enough gear where nothing but two items went to the postmaster. Everything was on me. Everything. Like I didn't lose anything. For six hours I got stuff and well, didn't you're empty. Thank I was, God you're I was, empty. I was completely empty. Yeah, I was completely empty. So uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoy it, but again, I, I title it The Last Days of Destiny, right? The Last Days of Destiny, because once the beta comes out, right, 
and I get that that taste. I was like, once I get that, once I get that taste of Destiny Two in my veins, once they inject it into my main bloodstream, I don't think I'm gonna play Destiny One again because it's supposed to be a superior game. And that's not being sarcastic in any way, shape, or form. That's literally going backwards. And I, you know me, I can't go backwards in a game. Once I beat it, or once the sequel comes out, I can't go backwards, right? So once I play it, I will play it though. Um, it comes out September 6th. I will play playing Destiny 1 September 5th, okay, up until midnight. And we'll say bye-bye to Destiny, right? And then it launches at midnight. I'll have it downloaded already on my on my system. We'll have a little dance party, say bye-bye, and then boom, we're starting the story uh, for two hours uh, on the 6th at midnight from 12 to 2. We're going to continue just from Destiny 1 right into Destiny 2. And then the next day we play from 10 a.m., to uh to 3 p.m so if you want to play you want to do the story together i have no problem uh doing that we can do the story together so yeah so that's what i've been playing other than that i played darkest dungeon again i darkest dungeon is a good game i started over yesterday and i made more money in the first hour than i did all of my last save that i did of, of last week when i played or two uh, yeah for the week two oh, days I just played. better just better planning um yeah, I knew what I kind of was doing now and knew who to pair up with who and have a better better time going through and knowing that you have to have a good crew going in because you want to get whatever the quest is for that dungeon. So if the dungeon says complete 90% of all rooms or complete 100% or kill the boss or whatever, you want to do that because you get that extra 3,000 or 4,000 uh, coin, which is huge. Uh, but it's also a high risk, high reward where if you go deeper, you might lose somebody, but at the same time you get money, but then they get more diseases. Then you spend that extra money healing them and the cycle can continues right now. I'm, I'm averaging around, uh, eight to $10,000 every time I go into a dungeon. But then when I get back, I'm upgrading stuff and I end up around 10,000 left over. So, uh, and then you get provisions and then you're down to about 5,000, 6,000. And then you go back in the dungeon and you do the whole, the whole thing over again. Really good though. I really like it. I like the interaction. I like that I can name people um, from that's in the, that's in the the viewers into the actual game, so they have this connection, and then they can start shit talking each other, or I can shit talk them and be like, "How do you miss that? How do you miss that shot, Tally?" You know what I mean? And then she's like, "Oh my god!" And it's really cool with the banter um, that you can get. So, with, so where's my character? Um, well, it's for subs only, Sarge. It's for subs only. Oh, and, and no, I'm kidding. You can have one, but you never answered me. You kept going in and out of chat, and every time we got your attention to say pick a character, you would never respond. So waiting for you, I would have literally sat on the the character screen for about an hour. So that's the reason you're not named yet. So right. well, I gotta you, find I gotta find the right character anyway. You you let me know what character you want, and then I'll I'll let you I'll let you get get in on that. So. Darkest Dungeon is a fun game. Uh, I decided not to play that Silent Age game again because. Maybe during a day stream, because at night playing that game, it's kind of boring. It's a, it's fun, but late at night I get tired and trying to find a puzzle game. I'm just like, uh, all right, can't do it. So we stopped playing that. Um, other than that, what else have I been playing? I've been playing the uh, Sea of Thieves Alpha, which I can't talk about, but uh, that's what I also been playing. And this week, starting tomorrow, I'm playing the Stick of Truth. I'm playing South Park: The Stick of Truth. Uh, we're going to be playing it Friday and Saturday for the next uh, uh, like week or two. So see if we can complete that game. 
Uh, I've been wanting to play it, so I actually might take over next week. Butters like, is the best character. Like Wednesday, did you play it? Have you played it? No, but I know I know some secrets. Butters oh. is the best character. So I wanna I wanna when definitely doubt, get into that. Pick Butters. Okay, so I think it's fun because now that I played Darkest Dungeon, I was like, you know, I think South Park is a good a good you know segue segue into it. Dungeon? Yeah, yeah, from Darkest Dungeon. So that's what I've been playing. All right. So let's go into the news. All right, where, what are we? Uh, Fifteen minutes in. All right, perfect. Uh, let's talk about the mods that are back into GTA. Let me find the news story real fast. Uh, the mods that are back into GTA. There was a a story a couple weeks. Well, we've done stories on the show, right? We always showed like what the fuck internet type stuff, where people were modding the complete city independently of Liberty City and Vice City in the PC version of Grand Theft Auto V, right? So basically you could literally fly a plane from uh, San Andreas or Los Santos to Vice City to Liberty City all in one map, right? And that was amazing. Well, last month, uh, 2K's lawyer department uh, lawyered up, and they, not not, not Rockstar, 2K, right? Um, Lawyered up and said, cease and desist, you're not allowed to do this anymore uh, for the mods. Well, the modding community then made petitions, and they went out, and they did all these things, and they did an uproar. Well, they won, right? So now... Kind of, kind of. Kind of won, right. Well, they can make mods again, right, for the for the game. But the Liberty City that we showed on here uh, can no longer be created. So they were still cease and desist, but they can make mods, like if you want to fly or, you know, boats floating in the sky or as long as it's okayed by them like right. they, that they that they approve it basically right just like they were doing anyway because people were making right. mods for the game and then putting it in the game as a verified verified mod by Rockstar you know what i mean so they get to do that again right but they had to cease and desist certain parts of the game i just want to tell you and i've I'm always oh, did i not did i not shut that off yeah man yeah man oh, i did shut it off why why is that coming Notifications are off. Oh, well. Um, so, basically, they get to do the mods again, but why do you think, and I think we've already talked about this a couple weeks ago, but just in case people missed the show, maybe you're watching on YouTube right now, or maybe you're listening to the podcast and you never saw it, but we we showed, or we, th- we made our thoughts about why they were doing this originally when the story broke. So, you want to take it, Sarge? Is this, is this the theory that we think that, yes. that Rockstar might be putting Little Beauty City in the game? Yes. But I think Rockstar is doing the same thing that Bethesda did. They're saying nothing, nothing about nothing, you know, until until they until they probably have something. They're saying nothing. Right, but I think yeah. I I think the reason they they would lawyer up and do a cease and desist is they would have to be doing something as long along the lines of GTA Online World, right? With their with their, with well, their... okay, so you want to speculate a little bit? I'll speculate just a little That's bit. That's all we do on this show: is I, speculate, I think... and then it becomes it, then it becomes reality. Well, we're pretty good. We're pretty we're pretty good at picking winners. What am I going to tell you? So we should work that way on while. horses. So uh, my speculative thought process here is during the release date of GT uh, during the release date of what Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption was supposed to be, that Rockstar is going to do something with with GTA Five. Whether right. it be, whether it be some kind of DLC or Liberty City's in there now, 
I'm saying before the end of the year, I think they're going to do something. Because it's just, it's first of all, it's ridiculous that there's not a DLC at all. Right. Okay? Because the Lost in the Damned and the Ballad of Gay Tony were awesome. Well, you're talking about single player. Single player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's no DLC. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah yes, there's DLC for multiplayer. I'm just making yes. sure. I'm just making sure. Yes, gun running. Like, I, I want to run my own Coke house. I know it's in there now. I'm going to go back. I'm going to start going back <laughs> to GTA Five just to see how I get my own cocaine house. Like, I know there's stuff to do in the game. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, where's the single-player DLC? You right. guys are making shark cards up the wazoo. I get it. But where is the single-player DLC? Like, there, you have so many characters, so many things involved in the game. I think they might release something. I think they the, before the years that I think they're gonna Rockstar's gonna release something. I have to, and I don't know why. I appreciate the the follows guys. I really do. Uh, I I thought I shut it off, but apparently I didn't, and it's open somewhere. So you're gonna be hearing the alerts. I I I, I shut them off, but apparently it's not off. So thank you for that follow. I really appreciate it. Uh, it doesn't pop up on the screen. Uh, Bud, uh, Bud Manson, com or Budman Scum. There you go. Thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. So I think they're definitely going to do the online world. And do you think it's going to drop? I, I guess it has to drop because now the rumors that Red Dead Redemption Two postponed. Are, well, it's got postponed until next March or May, like in between that time slot, right? So yep. of, of 2018. So you might be right. Fall, fall or winter. I'm sorry. Uh, Winter of this year, it, it it'll, it'll probably drop some sort of DLC. Something, some, something about Liberty City. Right. I won't say Vice. I won't say Vice City yet because Vice City is a very specified type of game because it's done in a time period. Whereas right. Liberty City, you can just put right next to it, right next to GTA Five, it's not a big deal. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. <laughs> I, I, I just find it. I find it interesting that. There's not there's not a lot going on for Christmas besides maybe like one or two titles. That's all that's going on. Everything else is interesting that's being released for the fall and winter, but right. not a lot. There's not a whole lot. And, and the, maybe and, and here here I'm speculating again, but maybe they're postponing Red Dead Redemption because now they have the Xbox Scorpio. Could be. And so and let let them open it up to do whatever it has can do on the Scorpio. You know what I mean? Right. But once again. I, I, I battle with that statement because, as Mr. Spencer said, uh, the game will run on all platforms. So Right. It, it, so what, what it really means to me when, when they say that kind of thing is the Xbox Scorpio, and I'm going to keep calling it Scorpio. I know what it is, guys, but I'm going to keep calling it Scorpio. Uh, what, I, what I believe the Scorpio actually is is the actual switch on the computer that says Ultra Settings. Like, I'm going to play my Xbox One. Or I'm gonna play my Xbox Scorpio with ultra settings. Like it's it's the switch in your PC. What am I running on? Ultra settings or normal? Right. Right. Xbox One, Xbox Scorpio is the, is the is the ultra settings. That's 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 all I'm looking at it as, because all games must run on all consoles. So we're we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Uh, the promise of all games will run on all platforms. And remember how promises work in the video game world. Promises only They're about as far as I can throw a boulder. About a, about as year, a year, year and a half, and then you forget about the promise and we move right. on. Right. Because if you have a game system that has that much power, you're gonna stop making games for the other other ones eventually. You're gonna just make it for the one that you can make it for. <clears throat> right. Exactly. So that's the GTA news. Um, 
I, I, I honestly think that they're going to do, if they don't do single player DLC, they're definitely going to drop some sort of massive, like, here it is. The reason that they, they stopped doing it is because we're doing it. Here's Grand Theft Auto Online, you know, but it might not come out until, they might not announce it until something later after Red Dead Redemption, and then they come out with it after that. You know what I'm saying? It's, no. it, just, it just seems a little weird if they come out with it now, even if it's in wintertime. Because it's too close. It's only like six months, maybe three months for Red Dead Redemption to come out. And that seems like a little short period of time to drop a bomb like uh, we've yeah, just done Grand Theft Auto Online World. Okay, okay. R Grand Theft Auto came out when? 2014, 2015? Okay. I, f I keep forgetting the dates now because we keep talking about them. But there's a lot of games in there. 2014 or 2015. I think it's 2015. So maybe, maybe no, actually maybe it's 2014. Okay. Right. So... GTA 5 comes out then. They've had all this time to work on Red Dead, and now we're close to the release date, and now we're pushing it back, and nobody's seen shit. So, you know, maybe they are maybe they are trying to polish. Right. You know, I, 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 I would rather them polish. Polish away. All right. Let's go to the next big story, right? So the next big story that we have to talk about is Battlefront 2. There's two things. We'll talk about the leak first. And then we'll talk about the microtransactions because the microtransactions is a much bigger story. Um, so Battlefront 2, let me bring up the story here. They have leaked footage, or not footage, uh, player lists. Uh, let's go to the actual story. Okay, so we know that Grievous is going to be, making, be there. making an appearance back into into this one. Uh, we also have Captain, Captain Phasma. I don't know why that is playing. Captain, Captain Spasma? Yeah, Captain Spasma. I have to... Captain Spasma is like the Boba Fett of the new Star Wars movies. Right. Right. So, Boba Fett 2. Right? So, Captain Phasma's in it. Rey, obviously, is in it. Okay? She's a playable character. Kylo Ren is a playable character in the, in it. Uh, Darth Maul is a playable character in it. Yoda is a playable character uh, we have, let's see. Oh, they don't even show the the other ones that they have that they're not going to show you here. I have a list actually on my well, phone. Ray is uh well, well I, I said Ray. I say Ray and, and Kylo. Luke. Yeah, Luke, Han, Han Leia, Chewie. Chewie. Uh, what else? We also have uh, what's the the lizard guy's name? What's the lizard guy's name? Bosch. Bosch. Thank Bosch. you. Bosk. 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 Um, and then also we have Lando. Uh, he's in it. So and then Darth Vader, hello. the Emperor. Hello. Yeah, Boba Fett. Hello, hello. What have we here? So there's a, there's a lot of characters in it. Now, that's a that's a that's a story that leaked just to make you happy about it, right? And here's a story that people are a little upset about that it dropped about a week ago. Um, just right after the show last week. So microtransactions, right? We said something about this because they said it was going to be free. All DLC was going to be free. You can't, right. No season pass. Right. All the DLCs, all the DLCs is free. Uh, no, no, right. it isn't. They have to pay for it somehow, right? right. They have to pay for it somehow. Um, Obi-Wan is not, uh, G-Snail is not said yet, but we're assuming that he's in it, right? Um, so microtransactions, 
Now, the difference between these microtransactions and the microtransactions in like Overwatch uh, or uh, Battlefield is these are not just cosmetic, right? These are literally star cards that you could purchase and then take those star cards and then make your cards better or your character better, your skill better. So the problem here is day one, in the article they talk about you know, some teenager gets his mom and dad's credit card, charges $100, gets the some limited edition or exotic cards right off the bat, and then he's... Proceeds ahead. to own. Right, he, he proceeds, proceeds to, own to own for for the next month or two until everyone else catches up, right? So we don't know if this is a fact about how the cards are working and, and stuff. This is what they're they're saying. Well, we do know... I, I do know from, from doing the reading, reading the articles that there are... Uh, damage boosters and damage reduction right but what i'm saying is we don't know for a fact though that those will drop in the rng when you pay for that stuff you know what yeah. i'm saying because well, if everyone keeps bitching well that's what i'm saying so like we we talked about this it was last week or two weeks ago about like overwatch you know it's it's just cosmetic right but if i want to buy something there i should be able to buy it and not have a random roll on it i should be able to buy that thing well with this microtransactions, I I disagree with my own argument with with the, the cosmetic stuff, right? Because this is this is fundamentally could break the game if pay to win, right? It's pay to win, and if someone buys something and gets something that's more higher end than uh, you know overall, then they have a they they have an advantage. It's PvP, right? Where in a game like the new game that's coming out, uh, Fortnite, it's it's not PvP. You, you get you get it's PVE. There is a PVP aspect in the game, but that's here nor there right now. We don't know anything about that that mode. Where where it's PVE, you can do it all day long, right? Who cares? Get the guns, buff up your guns, get whatever you want. But when it, when you're playing against other people, let's just say like one star card comes out and it's like a, a rare, right? Or it's like an epic. It's an epic drop, and the the drop says that you get forty five percent more boost or you know, uh, you get an extra, extra, your gun doesn't overheat for a certain period of time. That's a huge advantage. You know what I mean? Over, over somebody else that has to overheat and let it, let it go for a couple seconds. So yeah. it's stuff like that that could be groundbreaking bad for the game, which is different than the groundbreaking bad they did last year where I separating the industry, like the whole player base because of the $50 DLC. Right. Now they're segregating the, 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 the people differently because now they're giving you all the DLC so now you can play with all the characters you can play all the maps you can play all the things but now what they're doing is oh Sarge you spent $100 I didn't I only played twice a week and leveling up is just as it, if it's just as bad as Battlefield 1 right now for getting loot crates forget about it you're gonna you're gonna level up once every like three hours in, in the game meanwhile you already have 75 cards that you've purchased you know what I mean right. yeah you purchased it but still, it's I get it. They have to make money, but this potentially is worse than paying fifty dollars for DLC. Listen, what what if if and I hate when I say this. If they allow the Star Wars game to be the Star Wars game that it's supposed to be, I don't think anyone will mind about the microtransactions. Right. But if it's the same, my gun never runs out of bullets. Okay, there's no strategy. It's just running around and shooting, but it looks beautiful. Right. Right. Then everyone's just going to be like, this is, it's pointless. There's no strategy. There's no skill. There's no nothing. It's just, I'm going to pay for what I'm going to pay for the power ups. 
and I'm just going to just play through the campaign and have a nice day. And that's it. Right. Right. Because you get your campaign. Everybody got their campaign. And I'm going to go back to the same thing I said before. Uh, it's time to stop with the bullshit. It's time to just give the Star Wars people the Star Wars people stuff, which is I want my battles. I want them where they're supposed to be. I want to play with 64 players in that battlefield. Okay. I want Hoth. I want Return of the Jedi. I want the battle on Geonosis. I want the battle for Kashyyyk. I want the battles. Right. I want those battles. Not tanks on rails, adats on rails. This goes here. You know, no, no. I want squ full squads. I want four or five people in a squad. I want squad based combat. I want some fucking objectives and I want gun unlocks. Okay. You get to use a shitty gun until you kill a hundred people and then you unlock the next gun. And then we move on from there. Not this get whatever, buy whatever, right. throw some shit for the microtransactions, unlock some more guns. Like, no. no. So, so on the article that I just posted in the link so people can check it out, it does say that uh, uh, these can give you more health, power up weapons, boost damage, and grant other special abilities such as healing effect for nearby allies. Though the feature was, wasn't working when they, when they showed this game, uh, EA has confirmed that Eurogamer that, yes, you can buy more of these crates using real-world money. Uh, it's not clear, however, how big the advantage this will, will create. Certainly, there are different loot rarities, and you can pay for the box uh, with a greater chance uh, and better loot quality. Now, mind you, we also had a conversation about this with Battlefield 1 where like certain skins weren't dropping because they had like a 1.111 chance of dropping, right? And people were spending their hard-earned money on these cosmetics and they weren't getting this drop even though mathematically they should have gotten one based on the money they spent right so they can adjust what things drop maybe they say hey look no rarity over legendary drop when you pay for something right because we talked about this last week overwatch could guarantee you a gold character right so that means they can tell you that they don't even put this in the loot they don't even put the rarity or the epics in that random pay loot, okay? And it's only other cards. Or it's a very small percentage that drops for every, like, maybe $100 you spend, you get, like, one epic. You know what I mean? They can do that, okay? They can do – listen, it's 2017. We've seen all the attempts of microtransactions and what they can do. We can do fucking skins all day long. It's Star Wars. Right. How about races? How about colors? How about gun skins? Yeah. How about body armor types? You know how many different stormtrooper kinds there are? You could put a stripe on his head and a stripe on his arm and all kinds of stuff they could do cosmetically. And you could put and squad guys could actually start looking like each other and squad up and make their all the uniforms look the same so you know they're part of the same squad. You know what I mean? There's a tons of shit you can do for microtransactions. It does not need to be pay to win. Right. It does not need to be this. Uh, DX, yeah, I'm, the video's on, on screen right now. The, the the thing is, though, what I'm saying is there's five tiers, right? But they could literally just take one tier or two of those tiers completely out of the equation if they wanted to, right? They're showing you what this is, right, as you, as you level up. And then, yes, you could purchase it. But what I'm saying, the people that purchase it, they might not even get a chance to even get, to even get this, like, this Darth Maul that's up on screen right now, they might not get the epic star card through through purchasing. I mean, yeah, we're showing a video right now. 
right? But no one's purchased these yet. These are these are in game that they're showing you what the system is uh, of of the loot crate. Now, I'm okay with the loot crate system because I will never ever spend a dime uh, on it. And if you want to spend a dime, that's that's up to you, right? That's up to anybody out there. Personally, I've never spent any money on random shit that comes out on the, you know out of the out of the crate never i've never done it so who's to say like 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 Sarge was just saying they could literally make and break anything they want they can be like oh you know what we're going to put the darth ball on this thing or the darth ball will never drop from a paid one or the hero card will never drop from a paid from a paid uh you know loot crate so i don't know this is all blurring lines now because we were afraid that destiny was going to do this at one point as far as you know, dropping certain gun meta and stuff like that, and it was only cosmetic and and different things. So hopefully, Star Wars kind of thinks about what they're doing here because if they go forward with this, then I can spend a hundred dollars, okay, and then grab something, uh, right? But the Ghost Ghost, all those people that spent a hundred dollars to get the Ghost Ghost when it came out, yeah, I mean, let people are gonna spend money, right? You can't tell people how to spend their money, okay? No, but you, you, but you can, to, you just. You put the crumbs down, and you see who's hungry. Right, but you can educate people because, just like Santos uh, found out when he when he did Battlefield One, uh, he was spending money trying to get these these Battlefront One, Battlefront One. Sorry, no Battlefield One, Battlefield One, no Battlefield oh, One. Yeah, the current one, Battlefield, okay, the current Battlefield One. one. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, Battlefield One. He was trying to get these these epic skins that basically weren't in rotation. Right, they weren't in there. They weren't in the game. Okay, so people were getting pissed off, and then they started putting them in the game. So, it's it's bad business, in my opinion. It's bad business. I understand it. We've had this conversation multiple times about they have to make more money on the sixty dollars game because the games don't cost sixty dollars anymore. They cost much more than that, but they don't want to raise the price because then people don't go out and buy it unless they they throw in a statue or a fucking backpack with a cell, you know, sunscreen thing on it that can charge your phone or whatever else. Okay. But if he just charge a game going, here's the basic game with nothing extra, $100, people are going to be like, I don't think so. But this, we're, still, we're still in the middle of, in the middle of this. We are neck deep in the bullshit of what do we do now, how we make more money on a game. Right. We are in the middle of it right now. Right. Okay? Do we do free-to-play? Do we do microtransactions? Do we do it pay-to-win? Do we do it cosmetic? Do we, well, how do we not divide the community? Like, how do you not divide the community? Like I think Battlefield has a a kind of a good idea. Like you're allowed to play the map if your friends are playing the map and they have it. I like it. But you but you just don't get the XP. You don't get the XP. But if you happen, but if you happen to buy it on sale, it, it, all the XP you yep. got is retroactive. Yep. Like that's kind of good. I like it because but like how do you? But still, how do you not divide the community? Like if it's EA. If it's EA and Dice, then EA and Dice are doing the same fucking game in Star Wars. So why don't they just do the same thing? What's what right. they pay to win? Right. And why are we trying to divide the community yet again? Why do we like to fracture the community? Isn't it hard enough? Is it me? Isn't it hard enough to keep population levels high on some of these multiplayer games? Right. right. That they're always concerned that population levels are dropping. And we can't keep people playing. And every time you fracture the community again, when you release another DLC, you're just fracturing the the, the right. Can the, you, the, the, why? Why would you do it? Can you imagine? Why? Can you imagine if? Uh, can you imagine if they 
I, they're not doing this, but can you imagine if they if they separate like you can either buy the game and be just the clones or just New Hope or just the 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 current Star Wars. Like people would lose their mind, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you can you imagine though if they just dropped the price a little bit and they said each era is twenty dollars. It'd be sixty dollars. Buy it for sixty dollars, right? Full price or seventy dollars or each I'm sorry, each each thing is thirty dollars a piece for each thing, and then the full game is sixty dollars or seventy dollars, right? Obviously, you'd be like, wait a minute. If I buy, if I'm just going to play the clones, then I just pay $30 and I can play the game, just the clone stuff. But if I want all three, I have to pay, I have to pay $90. But if I buy the game itself, it's $70, so I'm saving $20, right? So that's the, that's the way they're going to be doing stuff. That's the way they're going to trick people to do stuff. The content, the content is what decides whether or not you want to buy a DLC. The content does. So let's just say, for instance, it was just normal Star Wars, like it, like it is now, right. like the normal Star Wars. So if it's normal Star Wars, which is the original trilogy, as I say normal Star Wars, okay, is, if it's the original trilogy, then if the DLC is now the Clone Wars era, right, and, and then you have like different game modes, different something in that game mode, you know, you know what I'm saying, like different things, like maybe a little miniature mission thing, a mission conquest, in that, and it makes you want to buy it, so you don't seem like you're fracturing the population so much. It's more content that you can only do in that, and then once you get that, it allows that it allows those game modes to be used in the original trilogy. Right. Right. And then the third one comes out. It's the Rogue One set or the 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 new the new order, and it's that set with those game modes. Right. I, and then all of, then those game modes transpose to the last two. Like make it so you guys can work up to it, and I, you don't feel so, you like you, you you totally can't like they can't figure it out. Like you guys can't do it. Just put me in a room with some scotch. I'll have this solved <laughs> in like six months. So and in six months, I'll have it all worked out. Every microtransaction DLC problem, I'll have it all worked out. So, I would be okay if they never touch PvP, where all content for PvP is free. But just like you were saying, going along the lines of that, so New Hope or Clone Wars era, there's a story mission there, right? There's There should be a story mission there. And if you want to play that story mission, it's like $10 DLC, right? And it's like six, 15 bucks. Right, six to eight hours of content all day long. They could just keep coming out with different story missions all year long. Once a month, they could drop it like Telltales. Ten bucks. Right, ten, ten bucks. bucks. And I, 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 would, I would buy them up like... No problem, right? Three hours, five hours, six hours of gameplay for ten bucks. Sure, why not, right? I pay twenty two dollars to go to a fucking movie. You, you give me ten dollars for a three to five to six hour uh, storyline. I'm good with that, right? But it so, has to be something that doesn't fracture. It doesn't correct. fracture. Like what well, doesn't fracture? Like, it, it, like, okay, like you didn't get you didn't get the content, but you get the maps, right? Like right. the maps come out. The maps come out for the new thing. Everyone gets the maps. But you don't get the game modes and the new guys unless you buy the unless you Correct. buy the, the So DLC. PvP, no matter what happens, PvP is free. So you can play with your friends online all you want with the new maps and the new gear and the new stuff. But if you want story content and to be involved in the because I think Star Wars is a perfect game to do it, right? Where perfect, perfect where game to everyone do it. everyone loves the lore of Star Wars. And if you can relive the Battle of Geonosis, right? Like there's a story mission there and then they sell separate story missions on top of that and relive like what you want to do like in the actual battle, like be the guy in that battle, 10 bucks, right? And then the New Hope, they can do it all for all the th movies there. Wait, dare I say it's just like the stories inside BF1 except we separate them and charge them individually? Right. 
right? Right. Those little short stories about the guy in the thing, and you kind of just connect with that one character right. for the next couple hours. Yep. I'd be okay with that. that. With, you could do that with Star Wars all day. Not only, Sarge, did we just solve... Not only did we just solve microtransactions, okay, but everyone gets to play PvP together, and then if they choose to be story content, they can just buy the game, which has got a story in it for 60 bucks, right? And then they can buy more stories later for $10. Boom. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Boom. You want me to sprinkle the, the sprinkles on top of your Sprinkle Sunday? them away. Sprinkle okay. them away. Now you put the microtransactions in, but it's all cosmetic. Oh, oh, what? On top of that, right. Oh, what? Right. Right. What? It's perfect. Look, he's frozen. Hand over fist cash. Welcome to Star Wars land. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm telling you, Star Wars, if they, want to, if they want to experiment with something, the star cards are not what they should do, right? Now, obviously. I want classes. Right. I want classes. Right. Well, Where's you, my heavy troop? Where's you do. my heavy rebel no, soldier with the rocket launcher? No, you I do. want my classes. You are getting classes this time around. There's four classes. There's four classes. Classic. Apparently, you don't. You don't pay attention to the news. There's no, four there's four classes. The star cards are still star cards. Yeah, but there are four classes, and the star cards help with the heroes, and they also help with your troopers. But you actually have a progression system, which they haven't released yet, but there's a progression system with your four classes. So, right? Right, Buckeye? Mind blown. Mind blown, I'm telling you. you, know, you the reason why they're under so much pressure and they can't come up with this stuff is because they're being pounded by the publisher. Well, by the publisher and their and and the people that stock own stock op- stock third options quarter, and yep. third quarter profits. We got to make sure as many monkeys buy this stuff as possible. How do we tell the stockholders that we can push the stock further? This is what we're talking about. Right. You well, got, you, we're down. We're down the. This is your segue. We're we're down to two ways of making a game now, kids. We're down to two ways of making a game. I'm surprised that no one understands this yet, but there's only two ways now. Number one, you are an independent developer who's creating art. And you want to see who wants to buy your stuff and how good you are at it. That's number one. Right. All right. Example of this: CG, CD Project Red. Okay. Oh, or yeah. your number two, which is we have to get as many people as possible to buy this game in order to increase profits for our third quarter, pro, third quarter or progress report, and make the stock go up. So we have to make sure we water down a game, get everyone involved, and pre-order it to death. That's what we're doing. It's one or the other. Because every game that part, every every one of these games that comes out that's not quite done, or that you're testing for them for free, right? It's early release or whatever else. That's what they're doing to you. That's what they're doing to you. We have to we have we got to release it. No matter no matter what condition it's in, we're releasing it, and you're gonna fix it for us because you'll tell us what's wrong and the stock the stockholders will be happy. Don't worry about it. Right. Now, do we do you want to segue into the Destiny talk because we're. No. No. Okay. Go, so go to the H1Z1. That's okay. where you want to be for this. All right. So H1Z1, early access. Uh, the game came out January, uh, January 15th of 2015 in early access. Okay. In early access. I can't even. I... Okay. We're not, two and a half okay, years. Okay. We're, now, okay. we're now two and a half years into. Now, Ark did the same thing. Ark has been out for two years. It now releases. I play a game called Albion Online, which I paid for ahead of time. It releases in 10 days, right? An actual release date in 10 days. Um, but H1Z1 has has gone through a progression, right? It came out. It was hot. It was the, it was the hot ticket on the on the thing. And then something happened where it went kind of stale, and they didn't know what to do with it. And then they segregated the game into two separate things. There's Rumble and there's Survival. So they took one game, which H1Z1 was a was a Armada. Was it Armada? mod originally right arma arma mod 
that turned into H1Z1, right? So okay. Arma was a was the thing. It it it's it it segregated off that and became its own thing, which is H1Z1. And then they segregated that into uh into survival and to a Royal Rumble or Battle Royale, whatever it is, right? And then from that, they haven't done anything with it. And then all of a sudden, uh player they, player they ground waited too long. Right. They waited too long. Player unknown battlegrounds has come out and is completely right. Is completely sucker punched H one Z one to the side of the face. Okay, they're just like, you know, like completely sucker punched them, and they're like, because the guy that created Battlegrounds literally is the guy that came from the H one Z one. He saw what was happening. He's like, you know what, I can do a much better game and get it out in market faster, right? And now they're exclusive with Xbox. Okay, and they're constantly coming up with uh, changes and ideas, and it's just. It's almost it's uncanny because they've they've sold so many copies and so many things. It's a fun game. It, it's just a, a a better rendition of H one Z one, okay. And the problem with this is up early access. We've talked about it many times in this, and we'll always we'll, we're gonna go forward and talk about early access games because early access only gets you a certain period of time, right? And then you're gonna start getting copycats, okay. And when you start getting copycats, then your game's quality starts to get watered down, right? Like you just said, right? And then people start coming out like, for instance, Apple came out with the iPhone, right? They didn't invent the phone. They invented the smartphone. And then six months later, everyone and their mother came out with a smartphone, right? And then you had options to pick. And then Android for a while did better with their smartphones than Apple did with theirs, right? Because you, you couldn't do third-party software and Apple... So they made it better. Well, that's what's happening here with the gaming industry where Minecraft came out. Minecraft was started to see success. So then every fucking voxel-based game on the planet was like, well, I can do that too. And then boom, they came out with a copycat and tried to make it. But Minecraft continued raising that bar to never let anyone else catch up with them. H1Z1 was like falling asleep at the wheel. And Battlegrounds just came out of nowhere. And now they're, now they're the, pun attended, they're the king of the hill of of this of this genre of uh shooter looter type survival games uh and it's it's just a fun fun game now on top of this this is like a smack in the face because again H H1Z1 was all about zombies surviving in the zombie world well now they just came out with custom matches in player grounds or unknown player uh play PUBG <laughs> all right they just came out with custom matches in PUBG where now there's servers filling up where four to eight people are survivors, okay? And everybody else that comes in the server is a zombie, okay? And then just mass hysteria comes at them, and you just see, like, four guys, eight guys just mowing them down trying to survive the match, okay? It's a completely different rendition, but the zombies are controlled by actual players, right? So I think okay, it's pretty— so here's, my, here's my question. Here's my question, everyone, early access, happy, fun people. Okay, I paid for H1Z1. I paid early access. Are they going to make that game now because nobody wants it? Because we're moving on to PUBG now? Well, there's a lot of you, people. You owe me a game. Well, you owe me a game. Well, no, technically, technically they don't owe you a game because technically you paid early access to get H1Z1. And if you paid early access, you've been playing it for the last two and a half years. Right? It's so not, you, it's not the full game. But you didn't pay full price. Right. That's where so they get I'm, you. What you're saying is I just basically rented the, a game for a little bit. So basically what I'm saying is 
early access, you get to get a game and you get to help make the game, right? In a way, right? Because they take your feedback. If you're, here's the problem. I'm going to get on a little tangent here. Here's the problem. When people get into early access, they think, well, I'm just going to play this early access game. Oh, it's fucking shit. And it's a piece of shit. And they, and they throw it to the side, right? So they, they pay $10 or $35 or whatever they paid for less money to play the game. But majority of the people don't ever give feedback, right? They just bitch about it. Like, for instance, I'm in the tech alpha for Sea of Thieves. I didn't pay anything. But when I play, when I play and I'm under NDA, so I really can't say anything... But when I play that game, I give them feedback. If I find a glitch, if I find something that's wrong, or if I tell them this this is not working right or this doesn't feel right, I make my voice heard because that's what I'm there for. I'm an alpha tester. Now, in early access, that's what you are. You're a paid alpha tester. So when you're sitting there playing H1Z1 and you're like, well, this is broke. I'm glitching through the map and blah, blah, blah. These guys should fix their game, blah, blah, blah. Well, you need to report that shit to the forums and to other people and not take it to Twitter or not take it to other places because you paid $35 for a non-finished game and then bitch about it. You understand what I'm saying? Like there's a difference between early access and alpha, okay? But the difference is alpha's free, okay? And you're you're part of the you're part of the solution where early access is you're paying money and now you're part of the problem, right? Because you're giving money to these companies Okay, and you're not giving any feedback except when's this game coming out? When are they gonna fucking make this game? When is it gonna be done? Well, they're still you're still testing it. They're still testing it. Arc had a very good community, right? Arc came out two years ago in July. Okay, they are now releasing I think next month or the end of this month, okay? And they're full release. Minecraft. I paid eight dollars to help a small developer make his game because he was working by himself. So he could have a roof over his head to complete this game, right? So I paid $8 to go along for the journey, okay? And I gave him a shit ton of feedback on Minecraft. And then Minecraft, I I feel special because I was one of those people that made Minecraft what Minecraft is today, right? Because I gave feedback. I played it. I said, this is good. This is bad. This is what it needs to be. Early access, people don't do that. Early access, people think they're entitled to it because I paid $35 for this game. Well, you had an option not to buy that game. Okay, because it's in early access. And I think if you if you buy a game in early access and you bitch about it, that's on you. That's on you because that game is not in full release. That game is in early access, meaning it's somewhere between alpha and full release. Okay? That's what it is. That's that's the state of the game that it's is. It that's it. So if people if people have a problem, H1Z1 just got blown away. Now PUBG is in early access. And they're making strides, dude. They're making strides. They're making progression. They're making. They have new maps coming out. They put new weapons in. They have new game modes. They're thinking about. This is how an early access game. Now the difference is if H1Z1 never gets made and never gets released. Okay, that's your money gone. Okay, but at the same time, you could pay your thirty dollars or twenty dollars, whatever you paid for H1Z1. They do full release and then the game bombs. Right? You still had two years or whatever, whenever you picked up the early access, to play it all that time. So it's not about if the game sucks or not. It's about, did you help that game get created? And did you have fun playing that game while you were playing it? That's the way I look at it. Yeah, but we're still talking about a game that never got released, that bombed. Like, exactly. It's, it's, it's bizarre. 
It's but, bizarre. The welcome game is welcome out, to the new... It's currently not out, but you play it, but it's not really out, and it doesn't exist anymore. Ark, Ark came out with two DLCs. Not updates. DLCs. Before the game was released. They literally were raising money on Kickstarter, didn't release the game yet, and then came out with an expansion and had the balls to show it at E3 last year, okay? And then it came out for an additional $40, okay? That, is to me, is, is sketchy, right? Because you didn't even complete the first game that you promised us, but now you made an expansion for an additional $40. That's shady stuff, right? You paid over $120 for the D2 Alpha. Well... <laughs> okay, I I have nothing to say to that. I have nothing to say to that. The, the, you did that to yourself, right, Dubless? I mean, and I'm not making fun of you in any way, shape, or form. I still haven't pre-ordered Destiny Two. I still haven't done it because the more the days go by, the more the news comes out, the more stuff that literally comes out of Luke Smith's mouth, and I'm like, I. I don't I'm know. Questioning. I'm questioning it. I'm questioning. I'm questioning the existence of my life in Destiny, and it's hard as a as a Twitch streamer, all right, to look at this, especially with the other Twitch streamers that are, will become very successful on Twitch and will become partnered, and other partners will be more successful. And Guardian Con, I still rep, you know, I I still want to be a part of that and still be a part of that community. And I do a podcast on Monday nights that talks about Destiny, so. Technically, by by work, I have to play the game just so I have information to talk about on the on the shows that I do. But the gamer inside me is like, man, I don't know if I'm going to like this game because they're literally like completely changing the way it is. And I I guess we can go into it. What, what time is it? We got the power hour. It's it's the power hour. So there's a lot to talk about in Destiny. Okay, there's a lot to talk about into into Destiny. So. I, the power hour. Right. The, the power hour. That, that's what sh I should make a new title card and make it power hour. We'll, we'll do that. And I'll have like Macho Man, Randy Savage or someone. <laughs> yeah. So Destiny 2, um, there's a lot of stuff going on, right? And it all it all jets back to, um, well, let's go back to Destiny 1. And now the reason we're bringing this up, um, there's a... Uh, Jason, I think it's Schreier. He's a uh, a columnist from Kotaku, right? Who did all these stories um, down down a while ago over the last couple of years, and he just recently interviewed Luke Smith again. And Luke Smith, uh, you know, has a great banter back and forth with him, and and does that stuff. So I'm gonna bring up the the articles. The first one is the it's called the messy the messy true story behind the making of Destiny, and the story behind it. We've, we've always talked about it, and people always gave us crap about it, why Destiny was the way it was, and we talked about it because of Joseph Stoughton and how he broke up from the game, and they showed a a two-hour supercut, and all the investors and everyone was like, ah, don't really like that. It's too linear. It's too, uh, it's too hard. It's too... We don't like it. You need to dummy it down, basically. Um, so they went back to the drawing board. They fired him, went back to the drawing board, and... That's basically what we got, uh, Dark Below, House of Wolves, and then Taken King was basically linear, right? It was exactly what Joseph Stoughton showed, which proves even more that it was part of the stuff that was cut from the main story, which is here nor there, but this is just the, the, the history of it. Um, so 
they rushed that game out because they had investors, they had money to, to make, and they released it. Now, in video game world, it was a smash hit. It was a huge success, right? It sold 500 million copies or whatever the fuck it was or $500 million worth of, uh, of stuff. And then they came out with expansion packs after the fact, and we kind of looked at it and was like, well, this seems like Taken King came out. We were like, whoa, this is what we've been looking for. Like it was like night and day, right? They had time to work on it, and it was night and day. And then we got the Rise of Iron, and we we're like, eh, what's happening here? So, what I personally think is, once Taken King came out and they saw the reaction of like, this is what we need, they're like, shit, we don't have any of this right now because we worked all this time on just this to get it going, right? And Destiny Two was supposed to come out when Rise of Iron came out, and then it got pushed back. So they had to make something else up and push. Rise of Iron out, and that's the difference between Taken King and Rise of Iron, and that's why they didn't, you know, it is what it is. So now moving forward, they're broadening Destiny 2, okay? And in the interview that Jason uh, Schreier was talking to Luke Smith, Luke Smith tells him that, you know, guns drop as guns drop, and it is what it is. So if you get I'm going to use a Norwin's Mercy, whatever, because it's my favorite gun in the game in PvP. If you get that drop, it is what it is. It'll never drop differently. Right. It'll always have the same exact perks on it, which, in the long run, fantastic. It makes PvP balanced, right? As far as if you both have the exact same gun, it comes down to skill. Obviously, if you don't get the randomness of getting the same gun, and he's using a more OP gun than you are, well, then it's still unbalanced, which is fine. It's just, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. But now they're broadening it so much so, and, like, the reason why, like, why are they doing this? I want to I want to know why you think, Sarge. I want to know why you think that they're oh, doing this. Oh, you want me to tell you? Keep it under three minutes so we can do another question. Oh, no, 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 I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to let you talk. This is why they're changing everything. This is This is the answer. There's no other answer. That's that's the answer. PVP. Okay, that's the answer, right there. Okay, that's why they're doing it. Okay, you can say you can say whatever else you want, and make up with any story you want, but the the reason of the change is because of that. So, do you think PVP is pushing pushing you through again, even though seventy percent or like sixty seven percent, seventy percent of the of the population is PVE? Well. Are we, are we getting are we getting into the meat of it, or we're going to start off slow? We're going to start, start off slow. slow. Start off slow. Okay. So, by changing the fundamentals of the guns, the the three positions of the guns: the primary, the secondary, and the heavy weapon slot, where we now we have primary, kinetic, and power. Right. Okay. So when you do that and you change those guns, just from from the if the game is let's say the game is the same as it is was before what you're what you just did just by doing that is you took away my damage dealing capability my damage day my damage dealing capability is much less than it used to be right so that that will offset the fact of what kind of bosses you will fight what kind of heavy troopers you will fight and whether or not shields and burns actually mean something again like an actual shield burn means something which means that you'll have to have an energy weapon to take down a shield. Otherwise, you can't damage that guy. So you limit my damage, which means I've got to have more sp- specific guns on me. And now, as a fire team, they we have to talk about who has what heavy. Because maybe we need a certain heavy, or excuse me, excuse me, 
certain power weapon for certain guys, right? Rocket, fusion cannon, shoddy, depending on your how you play the game. But if you say to me that the gun drops as the gun drops, then why do I grind for that gun? If 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 boss number one drops this set of gear and I fight that boss and I find that set of gear, okay, then where's my need to actually fight that boss ever again if the perks on the weapons that I have are going to be the same? Right. Okay. So now let's let's just throw a giant pile of guns on the answer. So if there's a giant pile of guns, then it's going to take me longer to find the giant pile of guns. However, I'm still going to find them. And once I find the gun, the one gun, I, I don't need the same gun again because the perk is the perk is the perk. So that lowers the grind time, which is what they mentioned. They, wanted, they want you to play less grindy. They just want you to play through it. But if the, lo- if the, if the loadouts of the gun are the same and I play less, what's, my, what's my, my motivation to get the next gun? Like, what am I looking for? Well, if you if you see what Chad uh, Buckeye also says, they that's why they're also doing the locked. There's going to be locked uh, locked guns, so your loadout's locked when you go into certain missions and stuff in the game now. So that that'll make you get certain weapons for certain things, which is cool. But at the same time, it's also like a a wall to stop you from using a gun that could completely destroy something, and you won't be able to use it in that rate. You know what I'm saying? Like you're locked. You know what I'm saying? It'll, right. it'll, t- it'll take longer for you to figure out what gun works well in the game against certain things because you're locked out of a, of a certain thing. So it's longevity of the game. That's why they're doing the lock system. Well, if you make PvP 4v4 and all the guns are the same, you're trying to make MLG is what you're right, trying to Right, and I've called that out for three years. And, you're trying, and, yeah. and, and, by, and just by the way that the game is run, where the meter's at the top, and the meter says, this guy has his super, this guy's using the grenade, so, like, you know what everybody's doing at any moment. Like, mm-hmm. if I don't even see the character, I know that the warlock on their team has his super ready and has just thrown his grenade. Like, well, you, I'm a, I'm a, it's not really a strategy. It's not really a strategy. You're being spoon-fed it. Yeah. If I know all the answers right. to the actual team. I get what they're trying to do. We're right. trying to make it a level playing field. So, okay, so going out the PvP, okay, Luke Smith said that they're not going to have rank matches at launch and they're going to have something along the lines to gloat of like how good I am in PVP down the road. So do you know why what do you think is the reason they're not putting ranked matches in off the beginning? Well, if your whole point of the game is to PVP, it's that's what it is, it's PVP with a story, okay? Then why don't I get ranked matches? I know, but why do you think they're not putting it in? I I I'm I'm confused. I don't I don't even have a I'm trying to think of an answer. So this is why I think they're. The, how, how would you? How, why would you leave out the one thing that is backing up the thing that you work so hard to balance? Right. Wouldn't that go along with it? Well, there's a lot of make... there's a lot of stuff that they're doing right that they have in the game now that they're not putting in the game when it launches, right? Like custom matches. Like there's no private matches anymore. It took them three why? years. It took them two years. Two two years to get the custom matches to us, and now they're taking them away in the new in the new Destiny, and I. And here's here's why I think they're doing it. And this worries me, right? This worries me. Because even though they have two other companies, so there's three companies working on content after this game drops, okay? 
And in an interview with Luke Smith, he said, when you bought Destiny 1, it was like getting a wedding ring in the box. Like, you were, like, super dedicated, and you had to play this game, and it was, like, nonstop. And they didn't realize that's how people were going to play the game. And they realize it now that that's how it was. Well, now they don't want you to do that, okay? And you can sort of tell it because just like they did where Tuesday's Reset, Wednesday's Gunsmith, Thursday's whatever, Zerg is on Fridays. I'm, limits. There's limits, right? It's to limits. come back every day to check in, to do whatever. But they said, what is the guy going to do that only has two hours to play, right? And he just can't get everything done. And then this is where I'm like, whoa, what are you saying? Like, are you saying that you're you're making this game? Like, I always like a challenge, right? And I've always said there's so much to do in the game that I can't get to max level because of the way they made me get to max level. Meaning, I had to do certain things and then do the raid, and the raid only, to get that gear at that time. And then they switched it where you could do other events to get max gear, to get to end game level. Well... Now they're just, looks like they're just like, whatever. Let's just make everyone get a blue ribbon. Let's get everyone up to the fastest things possible, right? Because think about it. One of the other things is they're going to drop the raid again three days, supposedly, three days after launch, okay? Maybe a week, okay? If they do this, think about what that says about the game. And people don't look at it this way. What's the content? If you're burning through the game in three days to get to the light level and to the, the, the ranked level that you need to be to just do the normal raid, how fast is the game? Like, how fast are you going to go through the game? 12 hours? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, the actual story of the, of the game is going to be done within the first day? Like, what is it? You know what I'm saying? And, and people don't look at this and think, wait a minute. Why well, three days? Why not give it like three weeks? Let some people play the game. Well, they'll probably people do normal. The game. They'll probably do normal mode, and then they'll do hard mode, and then they'll do challenge mode, right? So that'll give them normal mode. Everyone will grind the fuck out of the game. It'll get super hyped. Everybody will want to play. Everybody will want to watch it. Everyone will want to do everything with it, right? They'll sleep with it. They'll 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 take it to the bathroom with them. They'll do whatever, right? And then once the raid drops, everyone will be like, all right, that'll give them about a week. To do stuff now they're distracted now you're distracted because you got the raid right you don't give a shit about anything else but the raid for the hardcore people hardcore people are going to burn through this game as fast as they can and they're going to get the raid as fast as they can and beat the raid as fast as they can then they're going to do it again with the titan and they're going to do it again with the warlock and then that'll take about three weeks of time then they'll go hey we're announcing the hard mode right and then boom they'll do the grind again they'll do 24 7 Grind my warlock, grind my hunter, grind the thing, get them up to level, and then do the hard mode raid. And then after that, three weeks later, they'll be like, boom, we're doing challenge mode. By that time, okay, we're now, let's say a month and a half, two months into the game. They drop maybe the first free content live event that they're going to do because we're in September, right? By that time, October comes, then you got Halloween, Okay. Then you got Halloween going. Then you got the the event that happens there. Then you might have an event for fucking Thanksgiving, and then you might have an event for Christmas again, right? The the so they're they're doing this because that's the time frame. And you guys think I might be crazy or whatever, but listen to what I'm saying because I guarantee you that's the actual 
like course of, of plan. Okay. The reason they don't have custom matches right now is because if they had custom matches, that means you could do whatever you want in the game. And whatever guns you found, you could be like, hey, uh, we're only using pistols or we're only using sniper rifles and we're only using these. So they're getting rid of that right off the bat because they want you to go out and grind for those weapons first to get those weapons so then you have an assortment of weapons so you can do private matches and custom matches right they don't want you picking your favorite matches and playing the same map over and over and over again because their maps are not tested yet none of their fucking maps are tested yet right the whole fucking 4v4 is not even tested yet so they're they're postponing custom matches so they make you play the maps that they want you to play that they test they, they want you to test to see if they work well and they start coasting them through just like they've always done throughout the throughout the time okay throughout the whole time of destiny one so they're gonna hold back custom matches you won't see custom matches until after the second dlc i'm gonna call it right now you won't see custom matches until after trials of osiris and whatever the other the fucking dlc for the season pass is once that drops that lull in between that last content and destiny year 2.2 whatever you want to call it okay they'll drop custom matches there Maybe even later, okay? But that's when I think they'll drop it because then that makes content. You have enough guns to, to mess with and learn about and yada, yada. Um, so that's about custom matches. Rank matches, they're not going to do rank matches until they have, in my, in my opinion, they're leading up to MLG. They're leading up to these esports events, right? And you saw a small glimpse of it throughout the internet, and you can also see it at Guardian Con the way they did it, right? And it was a success. And if they put ranked matches in, then people, PvP play people, will only play PvP. If you put ranked matches in, those people will only play PvP because they want to be in the that list and be the ranked matches, and they don't want you. No, no, no. Again, hold. Do you still have that sign? Do you have super beta? Do you have super no. beta still signed? I don't okay. Have super beta sign. So this is super beta two. Super beta 2, okay, because they need to test out a lot of things in this game because they're, they, they, they didn't change engines, right? They're using the same engine. Which, which, is, which is bizarre. What, but they improved the engine, right? They, they, they ramped it up, and they tuned that engine, right, to make it, I, in an article, it said about three times faster than it did before. So instead of waiting 12 hours to render something, they only have to wait four hours to render something. Okay, so they're still working. They're still working on the on the, on on that engine, right? They don't have a new engine. They're using, they revamped the engine that they're working with. So now they have to test that again, right? And on a massive scale. Yep. So yep. when the game first comes out, they're not going to make all this stuff happen because they need to regulate and see what works and doesn't work, and slowly input new weapons and slowly do different things. If they gave you. If they gave you custom matches, ranked matches, uh, they gave you that gun meta that they were talking about where it's, they have a thing in place, but that's not going to drop at launch. What he's talking about, a gun's a gun. Whatever it is, the drop is the drop. And we have something cool planned, but we don't know yet. Like, that's what he said in the article. That's verbatim. We have an idea, but we don't know if it'll be out by launch, right? Meaning it might come a week later, it might come a month later, uh, which I find weird, right? That the game is coming out in 60 days. And they don't have, they don't have an actual. Yeah, no, you're on the right track, right? On the right road here. So you're on the right road. Then they've also <laughs> simplified, right? They changed the subclasses. They simplified the the classes themselves. Like you look at the screen, and they have just 
it's simplified. It's no more like five rows of bubbles and you get to mix and match things. It's like click here and it does all the work for you, right? It, it makes it super, keep it simple, stupid. Right? That's basically what they're doing. I don't know if we're still live. We had a little little lull in the in the thing. Yeah, buffering, yeah. So I don't know. I think if they gave you all this stuff right away, you would burn through it so fast and be bored of their game so fast, and that's what they're afraid of because they still don't have it under control. There's going to be lulls. I think there's going to be worse lulls in this one because you're going to burn through the content faster and get bored quicker because, because of you, it. There's no guns to grind. Well, not even guns. Just quality of the missions, like nightfalls and, and, and stuff. Now... There's other people with other opinions, and that's, that's fantastic. This is what I I believe, right? You might believe that it's the best game in the world and that you're super excited for it and they can't do wrong, and that's fine. But in my reality, I'm a fan of the game, and I don't take anything in my life where it's just black and white. I look at it, and I look at all the pros and all the cons, and if it's something for me, if I like that game, and if it doesn't, if, if they're dumbing it down, like they, they took Nightfalls away from me. I used to love soloing Nightfalls. It was fun. They took that. They took that away from me, and now I hope they they don't do that to the game itself. I hope they still have uh, hard levels, medium levels, and soft levels, right? And for the casual, if you want to play soft and you want to play easy mode, okay, by all means, if you have two hours and you just want to bust through things and you want to feel like you're fucking god, by all means, do it. And if you get bored of easy mode, rank up a bit. I meant yourself, not in the game, right? Like, your your Guardian's level 40, level 40, medium, hard, or whatever. But go up to medium. Play medium or normal, okay? And and make yourself a better player. And then if you are you go through normal and you start cutting through people and you're like, ah, oh, this is boring. I, I kill everything. I never die. Then maybe go up to hard and then try those things hard to to make yourself a better better player, even if it is casual. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't make it easy for everybody because then the hardcore crew that the the population that made that that goes to guardian con and and drives this game right now i think they're 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 like sucker punching us to be honest with you it 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 just seems it seems to me it's 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 becoming watered down right i i don't think i don't believe they've had enough time and i'm sorry to say this i don't believe they had enough time to test out class specific perks Right. which is why the class system has been dumbed down. They made it easier so you don't have to make any choices because there wasn't a lot of testing going on. All right? That's that's what it seems like to me. Like if once again they only show they showed you exactly what you wanted to be shown, which is don't panic guys, the game is the same. Okay? But anybody knows that if we're doing a sequel there has to be something in the game that's monumentally different that 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 escalates and innovates the game from the from the first one. If the game is exactly the same, but you've decided to change the gun meta because of PvP, that doesn't show any progress for the for the innovation of the actual game. Right. Except for the fact that you tell me now you have a story. Okay. The story is supposed to be there. It's not because you should brag that you have a story now. The story was supposed to be there. Right. So where do you sit as far as what the actual game is supposed to be? And are there are there layers of the onion here? Is there is there really layers? Or is it just that I'm going to go through the game as fast as possible 
Because I'm trying to get to the raid. Because I'm trying to get gear that does what? Like what? What's the end game? Well, the here here the problem is Twitch is now part of this meta, right? And people on Twitch are going to rush through the game because they want to be worlds first. And people are going to watch them try to become worlds first. And then people are going to try to do the raid as well so they can start talking about that raid so they can watch the raid or become better with the raid. Uh, and there's channels that just succeed just doing raid runs and stuff like that. Like Lonos. Lonos is about the raid, right? He even says it. It kills him that he has to rush rush through it because he doesn't get I to enjoy it. the game, right? I believe it. But at the same time, he's doing it as a business, and that's what his, his, his channel's meant to be on raids. So, but then the people that watch don't want to be spoiled either, right? So, if you're addicted to Twitch and you want to watch your favorite streamer, but you want to do the raid, you're like, well, if I wait to do the raid, then I can't watch him for like a couple weeks. Well, I'm going to burn through the raid, right? And then they don't enjoy it, and then it starts to build up this whole thing, and then then the Twitch community kind of thinks that they're the majority, which they're not, because the majority of the people don't even know what Twitch is, okay? And they're actually the minority. But the minority thinks, because they're in, we're in this Twitch bubble, that we're the majority. So we think that everyone's done the raid, right? Like, everyone in this room has done the raid. There's 10,000 people in this room. They've all done the raid. There's 50,000 people in Lyric's room. They've all done the raid. That's that's like the whole world, right? Everyone's done the raid. No. Small percentage of the people have done raid. Like less than fifty percent of the people ever did a raid, ever, in Destiny One, right? And Destiny and Bungie are like, well, how do we fix this, right? How do we fix this? And they're like, well, let's dummy it down and make everyone be able to to get into a party with a raid. We'll see how it works. I hope it works well, but I hope because they're making everyone come in the raid, I hope they're not making the raid easier so everyone can get through the raid. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. That's that's my only. I hope they're not sacrificing quality for quantity. Do you know what I mean? They want the masses to come in, but I hope they're not doing it just so they can get less quality so they have the masses to go, oh, well, we, we've sold more copies. That's fantastic. You know, basically what they're doing is they're selling it for a higher price, right, uh, and making it like supply and demand. That's basically what they're doing. They're supplying all these people, and they're making demand like super low, so everyone can get through it. They're like, yeah, yeah, sure. That's great. Fine. You know what I mean? Like they're making it super easy to do all this stuff. And I don't think they I, I don't think they should do that. I think they're ruining the game, in my opinion. I'm sensing a lot of water down. That's 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 what I'm seeing. Just from the, just from the, the conversation that they're having right now, the game is being watered down because the 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 detail level and what you can do with the character is all templated now. You're right. this guy, you're this class, pick up a, B, C, or D, pick it, that's you, that's it. So now, how do you how do you inc how do you increase how do you increase content, but you took away the gun grind? This is this is the this is the kind of the, the back and forth I go with uh, when I'm thinking about this stuff. Like if I don't have to grind the guns that well, then what's the what are the artificial walls that are put in? Am I only gonna be able to do such and such once a week? Is there a limit back on the marks again and right. the glimmer again, right? And I mean, e e even on the most basic level, right? If you find a cool gun, why why has it why does it have to be that I find the gun and that's the gun and that's it? Right. Why can't I find like the blueprint of a gun? Right. And then have to find the rest of the blueprints of the gun before I can get the gun. I mean, if the gun is the gun and that's all there is, then break the gun up, make it pieces of a gun. 
that I have to forge together in order to get the gun. Otherwise, I I'm sorry to say this, but games like this, you need to have a grind. You need to have a character. The, the, the grind is not the grind is not an evil thing. The grind is is the mission on you finding what you need to find. It right. shouldn't be just there in front of you and you pick it up and you're like, hey, I found it. No, you didn't. It was sitting there. It's sitting on the ground. Everyone can see it. You didn't find shit. Right. Right? So what are you what are you so proud about? Like if I if I was able to burn through, I'm gonna be listen to me, if I'm able to burn through the entire story of the game the first day, I'm gonna be a little concerned. Right? Even if I grind, even if I space out the hours, let's say I'm play let's say I play twelve hours and I can get through the whole game. Still a little short. Twelve, 12 hours, more like right? <laughs> Still a little short. <laughs> Right. right. I so for me, an artificial wall done correctly would be like, well, if you don't have this armor set, you can't get to this level. Like you can't go to that planet until you have this armor. And I'm not talking about any armor. I'm talking about armor that's high enough level that right. you can survive being there. Right. Right? That's a little bit of MMO sprinkled into you kids what? that don't know what MMO what? is. Like you have to give reasons. What? You have to give reasons. There has to be a grind. So has to. So and they keep talking about less grindy. Right. Well, how much less grindy are we getting? What are you? What are we doing? Well, here's here's the thing. I rather personally, if I buy a game, sixty dollars, and let's say this is the only game I buy for the year. Okay, it's in my Xbox or PlayStation or the PC. I'm never gonna buy another game for this year. Would you rather blow through that game and then repeat the same shit over and over and over for that year, or would you rather find a gun in the first mission? Or random drop, and you're like, wow, this gun's cool. What is this gun? I don't know what this gun is, right? I won't know what this gun is until I use it and then upgrade it, right? And then it was and white. Then, and then unlock the perk. Right, and you unlock a perk. And then when you unlock that perk, then you can take materials and then make that gun into a better gun, right? And then you start using that gun, right? And then all of a sudden, another gun drops. And you're like, whoa. Well, this gun's a little higher level than this gun that I have, and I already put perks into this gun. But if I keep building this gun up, then this will become a better gun, Right. Or do I keep this gun? Maybe I'll scrap this gun, take this stuff, and put it in this gun, and can keep getting this gun going, going forward, right? Same with armor, right? And just like you said, so I'm I'm playing the game, and let's say I'm on Earth, okay, and then I'm doing these adventures, right? I'm doing these adventures, and on these adventures, um, certain gear has a percentage to drop. Now, it might do this. It might do this. I don't know. Never played the game. Haven't seen the game. But let's say these adventures, as you're fighting things, there's a very small percent chance like a boss comes, a random boss, not the ones that are in the lost sectors, just in the adventures. Like they're randomly in the in the public event area or whatever. You're, you're going around. All of a sudden, a, a ship comes up. It's a public event. It's a boss. More, multiple people can fight him. Whoever's on the map can fight him. It could be nine people. It could be 12 people. It could be 16 people. Whatever, Whatever's on the map can fight this guy. He has a small percent chance of dropping this particular set of armor, okay? Which would be much better armor than if you found armor and then upgraded it, blah, 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 up to a certain point. But it's a very small percent chance, right? You find that armor, right? That armor has a perk on it, okay, that you can't get anywhere else. It always drops with that perk, just like Luke Smith said. It's a, it is what it is what it is, but it only drops from this guy very small randomly. percent, randomly, right? Then you get that piece of armor, and then it tells you it's a it's a set. It's it's one of one of one four. Of four. Right. Okay. 
And then you have to find the other bosses around that, that map on Earth. And once you get that set, okay, it might take you a week. It might take you a month. But it's not the end-all, be-all. It's just this particular set that you can get, which then opens up for you to fight a boss on Venus. Or, I'm sorry, uh, on uh Whatever the fuck, Titan. One of the, the uh, on Titan. Okay, so you, you farm for these these things, which that gives you something to do. You're like, oh wait, this is one of four. Okay, well where can I get the rest? It has a little backstory to it. Your ghost pops up and says, oh, this is this is uh, blah blah blah, and this is one of the pieces of armor that's uh, thousands of years that, old. That was held by right. such and such that he yeah. rubbed it up against his yeah. crotch, and this is this is epic, right? It's epic crotch. Okay. Now, you find one of four, and you're like, okay, well, I have to find two and three and four or four. Once you find four or four, it tells you you've, you can use this armor set as a perk to fight this particular person on Titan. doesn't say it's the best gear of all time, right? It's just this gear set's better for this person on this planet. So now when you go to Titan, you can do the same public events over there, and it has a gear set, which might fight someone better on fucking Earth, okay? Which then makes you change gear, level it up break it down, do certain things, and that, to me, if I'm a player that only has that disc in my machine for the whole year, I'm playing the game, I play the story, but then there's all these other little carrots that I want to collect and want to do, okay? Now you're living in my world, bro. Okay, and then I take that, I take those carrots and I go, oh, you know what? I really want to fight that guy over there, which I can't do unless I have this gear, okay? You can only fight that boss if you have this set gear, okay? Which has the same drops. It just randomly dropped. Now, if you're a casual player... Obviously, you only have two hours a week to play, right? Set an agenda. Just like I have two hours to do something of myself, I have to take out the garbage, I got to mow the lawn, I got to do whatever stuff. I prioritize, right? So when I get on the game, I'm like, I'm gonna travel around, find this guy. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna find these guys so I can get that armor, so I can do that mission on 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 Titan. That's how you make longevity of a game. Not That's going, not going. Um, I'm gonna take this strike. And I'm gonna run it forwards. And then I'm going to run it fucking backwards. And then I'm going to run it again. And then I'm going to do this. And it has a random drop. No. No. Let me go around the world, explore, shoot things, kill things. All of a sudden, this dreg drops something. And it's a cool gun I've never seen before. Now I take this gun and I'm like, oh, well, this seems like a cool gun. I like hand cannons. Let me let me see what this gun's about. Right? You start shooting people. It has a perk on it. You're like, oh, I like this perk. But then you find a gun that has a different perk. And you're like, well, I'd like to take that, that perk and bring it over. Now, if it stays separate from PvP... Fucking mix and match all the perks that you want because it doesn't hurt anybody in PvP. It just makes your experience better in PvP or PvE. Now, PvP is a separate story. If you if you if you combine them, you can't do what I'm saying as far as taking perks off guns and doing other things. Which, well, in my opinion, you, we want you to feel so like stupid. We want you to feel like your character's the same no matter where you play. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's it's so it's so it's it's such an. I know I'm saying it. And I'm like, well, it's such an easy fix. I'm not a game developer, but I have vision, okay? And the vision that's in this game right now is like, it's just hitting the fucking wall. It's like, all right, well, how do we make this game so much easier so everyone else can just blow through the content? And then a month down the line go, well, there's nothing to do. I'm bored. I'm going to go play uh, I'm gonna go play Fortnite or I'm going to go play uh, uh, Star Wars Battlefront and spend $100 on, on microtransactions. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's the... No company should be like, I don't want people to play my game all the time. Like what? Right. What kind of right. what kind of logic is that? Right. I don't. I don't. That's exactly I don't, that, why you that, make a game. 
That's what I'm trying to figure out. They want to water down the game so you play my game less. I don't. I'm trying to figure that part out as well. Right. Like why? I, I thought the whole idea was to keep playing the game and then sprinkling microtransactions in there. That was the whole. You keep people playing longer and get put cosmetics in there and you make money over time. Not I'm going to blow through the content and then play a different game because right. I got I got to wait for you guys to come up with another content because you're still using the same engine which you said three years ago was a big pain in the ass to use. Right. Took took a half a day to render took a something. Half a day to yeah. load up a map. So we're going to use the same one. Around. Yeah, we're going to use the same so one. Now we're going to use the same engine. Like I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. I I I just don't I just don't get <clears throat> I just don't get why they're doing what they're doing and maybe we'll find out. And maybe I'll be blown the fuck away. Maybe I'll put the game in and I'll be like, "Wow." I stand, what, I stand if, corrected. If you're blown away, if you're blown away, like you're blown away, blown I away. buy you an Xbox Scorpio. If you, if like, Sounds good. Blo- but you have to be blown away. Oh, like, blown away, yeah, I yeah. I can't believe Bungie yeah. did it. Yeah. Woo! Like, I'm completely... Like, blown away. Like, like, everything I said is completely wrong. Like, I'm blown away. They proved me wrong. But you won't find out that right off the bat because they're holding stuff back. Like, what, what is his thing about guns? Right, what it is, what it is. We have a thing in the that we really are excited about, but it probably won't be in the gun in the game in the beginning. Like you don't know. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. Does that mean I'm going to play this game for a month and a half, whatever gun meta that you have in the game when it launches, and then you're going to take this? This would infuriate me. Furiate me if they do my what I just said. Like you could break down guns and put p- different perks and different things. Right. Obviously, it'd be counterproductive of what he said. But if they did something like that. Where a month and a half down the line, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, by the way, now the new ga- the gun meta's in," and then all the stuff that you did, you have to do over again. I'll be like, "That's fucking false, false, in like false uh, growth in the game. That's just stupid. You're just doing the exact same thing I just did now over again, just because you put it in late because it wasn't ready, right? If the game's not ready and all your features that you want to put in the game are not in the game at launch, maybe you shouldn't launch on September sixth. Maybe you should launch on October sixth." Or November sixth, or March sixth. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are they launching it? So, theory is from Jason Schroeder from Kutaku. Okay, who did? Uh, we got this from a video from YouTube, which is, if I'm not mistaken, the guy's name is. Is this the one with the he talks about the stock options? Is this the one, or is yeah. it the other gentleman? That does no, it. No, that's it. That's it. Okay, so this is this guy. I'm gonna post in. I'm gonna post in the link in in chat. You guys can go watch this. Okay, don't watch it now. Obviously, we're doing a podcast, right? But because uh, this is what we're talking about. But you can go watch this 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 video. Uh, his name is Dark Side uh, Royalty Lore. Okay, and well, I'm I'm gonna try to get him on the show. And if you guys know him, maybe you guys know him, or you know someone that knows him, reach out to him. See if he'd like to come on the show. I really like the way he takes all the information. Puts it together and then gives his thoughts and stuff. Very, very, very smart uh, the way he does it. He says it much better than I'm going to say it. Um, but he talks about that they're pushing this game out because of an article that Kotaku wrote about if they don't get the game out at a certain time, Activision gets a majority of the stock options from Bungie. Okay. And that's huge. Right, because Activision's like, well, if we own a lot of your stock, then basically we own your ass, right? So that's basically what's happening. And Bungie wrote back to uh, Jason or Kotaku and said, "This is not true. I don't know where you got your info, but 
the person that wrote the article had two different sources and he's and they they pulled it and said we usually don't get our sources wrong we we do our homework but in the case that we do that we do have our case we'll, we're, we're pulling it and we'll we'll bring you back up in the future if we learn anything more about it uh so so does it really surprise me no it doesn't surprise me it doesn't really surprise me but you know it's a podcast we're making content we're we're, we're talking about it so uh it's just get you guys talking in conversation so do you think sarge that i always talk about business first right so everything a game is 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 marketed towards or when it launches or the ideas they have to when it the the, the things they bring to the game are always business decisions right and a lot of gamers don't think that they're like why don't they do this and the reason is it because people owe they owe money to people they have to pay back people there's stock options there's different things so do you think even though the story was redacted do you think it's true that that Bungie could lose stock options and this is why they're trying to rush this game out because if they if they don't rush it out they'll lose a lot of a lot of stuff I, I think I think what it might be tied to is bonuses, bonuses for staff, bonuses for things. So it has the game has to be released by a certain time. It, it's always been a said that if you don't set a deadline, nothing will ever get done. Exactly. Right. OK. And we are now in a world where you are allowed to release a game half ass and just patch it along the way right. as opposed to releasing a finished product. OK. So my question is, did everybody not ever make a deadline before you were allowed to patch a game like before you were allowed to patch a game? on the fly did everybody fail at getting their bonuses Did everyone fail at getting their deadlines done because you just couldn't patch it so we had to wait until the game was ready so now this is the crutch that everyone uses let's just push the game out however it is right and we'll just fix it along the way you know is that is that how we're looking at stuff now is that the way it's supposed to be i'm not saying it might be right or wrong but i definitely believe that if a game is not finished and you're pushing it out I definitely believe there's a, an agenda behind it. Right. It makes it makes the case more more real, doesn't it? Uh, it once again, I don't know the details. Of course I would not. Love to get more just 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 based but on the anytime, article. But anytime anyone pushes out a game that they fully know that that is not finished, it is because of some kind of financial thing that's happening. Either money lost, money to be gained, right? Between a company, between something. Otherwise, as a company, you wouldn't release something until it's ready. Right. If right. the product is not ready, you don't release it. But we're, we're part of the Band-Aid generation now of video games. We can release a game in, in Which, any state at right. all and just fix it later. So, so Stick, uh, I agree 100%, right? It, I, I've always said, and I, I know you're, you're new in the, in, the, in the channel, I've always said it on this podcast and on uh, the other podcast on Mondays that we've always said this is a super beta, Destiny 1. Okay, and people get mad about that, but and then I always say they they if it's not broke, don't fix it. And if why would they change their their mentality and their structure because they made five hundred million dollars last time, right? And now they're broadening the game, right? And they're doing the exact same things as they did in the first one, but now instead of making five hundred million, they can make a uh, hundred million, or you know what I mean, a uh, uh, a billion. They can make a billion dollars now. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's what it is. And it's a business decision. So, I hope this time around the story, obviously, supposedly going to be better. Because we don't know anything yet. But I don't think anyone left. I don't think there was a bad breakup again where the story that the guy who created the story is leaving. Right? Like, everything 
everything is fresh and new as far as the story goes and the story stuff that was left behind that they kind of like didn't finish they basically blew them up in the tower right they literally got rid of their problems by blowing up the tower you don't know who's alive you don't know if the if the if the speaker got captured or if the speaker literally died and they don't have to worry about him anymore right because he didn't say anything you don't know about the stranger right because the stranger didn't have time to explain what they didn't have time to explain okay which in just general is funny because destiny themselves didn't have time to explain what they didn't have time to explain right so they basically could kill that person off they could kill anybody any loose ends that they had from destiny one could be gone in the tower right and then if they change their mind they could be like oh that person's saved right because they escaped the tower so i don't know i i'm not shocked by it in any way things i'm hoping for in this game and it's not me going far out of the box here okay it's not asking for for me to have my own ship that i can fly around in a mission okay it's literally stop doing this stop doing this okay stop giving me the foot marker of what content i can play or not play and what guns to use or not use or what excuse me i get indigestion talking about it, it gets me upset right uh of what strikes to play i played iron banner the other day i played the same three maps for six hours i think on i think two maps popped in one time each three maps the whole time i played strikes last week three strike missions there's 15 strike missions i played the three same three strike missions right what are they doing with the other ones are they working on them what are they doing fucking game's ending dude i'm not gonna be able to play it where are these strikes where are these strikes okay stop giving me the foot marker give me content give me content where i can go where i want play what i want and not do repetitive things over and over because that's not content like they should do a bigger bulk of their content around public events and adventures and uh, lost sectors like if you put a random guy like we talked about earlier that can drop some gear for you randomly on the map okay and i mean randomly not where it's random where i go to fucking destinyfindboss.com and it fucking drops every 15 minutes right. okay randomly like you just so happen to be cruising around and all of a sudden it says such and such event happening and then you're like oh shit and then you go there right that's what i want they they have to stop stop segregating what guns we use what armor we can use um and to answer a question dx asked before they are locking weapons so like if i go into a strike or if i go into a thing what's the guns that you have on you is what you have on you and you can't swap out like whatever's in your in your hand that's correct but what i'm saying is that makes the game last longer false longevity because if i can only use this hand cannon in this particular mission okay and i can't change i can't test out the other six guns in my inventory for 15 minutes or 20 minutes wherever how long it takes you to do that mission right so you're stuck with that weapon and then the next time i go do that mission because you know you're going to be doing that mission over and over and over because we play destiny one then you switch to the the the, uh, the scout rifle and now you're playing with that scout rifle and you're locked into that scout rifle and then you're like well this scout rifle fucking blows ass well you can't switch weapons then what do you do do you bail out are they going to stop you from bailing out what's the penalty for bailing out 
you know what I mean? I can just go back to orbit and then switch guns and then go back in. You know what I mean? Like there's ways there's ways around it already. I'm already thinking. So they have to stop that from happening as well. So that's the answer. Like it's just false longevity with the game where they're like, look, you can only use this pen. Okay, you can't use any other pen. Well, this pen just ran out of ink. What do I do now? Well, I'm going back out to I'm going out of orbit. I'm gonna leave the room and grab a different pen and start writing again. And then there you go. I have a brand new pen with a different ink, and this pen writes a lot better. So them locking something like that, that's just false longevity for a game. Cool idea. I like it, but they need to do something about it as far as there's gotta be more to it. Um what else do we have to talk about? Okay, so the the beta comes out, right? And I said what the beta is going to be. I said the beta is only going to be. Um, where the beta is, is the beta is not going to show you nothing. Well, no, this uh, the the Bungie weekly update. It tells you what you expect in the in the uh, in the alpha. The open beta is going to give you. Actually, I think I can play a video. Oh, official open beta. Destiny two. Hold on. Here you go. We're gonna play this on screen and go. Early access begins July 18th. This is the trailer. You're not brave. Co-op strike. You get to do a co-op strike in the beta. A competitive multiplayer. You get to do competitive multiplayer. Legends start early. Get open beta early okay, open beta access. Okay, so that's what you get. So basically what you're getting in the in the, in this beta, you're getting Homecoming, the opening mission and cinematic from Destiny 2's campaign. So great, you get to play the beginning mission. Check. Set it. Set it was in the thing. Uh, countdown. Enter Crucible for battle other guardians in a brand new mode. Check. I said that it was there. Control, the original standard for Crucible Combat, is back with some impactful changes. I didn't say that was going to be there, but it's PvP, so I said you're going to play PvP. Inverted Spire, check. I said the strike that they played at the event is going to be there. And then new subclasses. The fighting style uh, for each class will be ready to choose from. The Dawnblade, the Warlock, the Arc Striker, the Hunter, and the Sentinel Titan. Okay, And then it says the farm. Get this now. Are you ready for this? I'm sitting down. Go ahead. You might want to sit down even more. Okay. The farm for one hour on Sunday, July 23rd, we're inviting you to tour the new social space in Destiny 2 starting at 10 a.m. Pacific. You're welcome to kick the ball into the net or befriend a chicken. Most vendors and servers will be offline. Our goal, okay, are to see how many of you can you accommodate at once so during this beta okay unlike the beta originally because in the in the original beta you got to go into the tower there's got, stress testing yeah you got to go into the tower there's Th stress testing. doesn't that doesn't that scare you it does <laughs> doesn't that scare you i it mean does. we don't even get to do a patrol you got to do a patrol in destiny one okay so not showing us the patrol stuff meaning we don't get to see the adventure. We don't get to see the lost sector. We don't get to see anything happening on the new planet. Okay. You only get to do actual missions. 
Now, either Luke Smith is a fucking genius, okay, because he's making people like us talk about this and undersell Destiny 2, and then he comes out fucking swinging, and you're like, prove me wrong. And I would like to be proven wrong, okay? Prove me wrong, because God damn it, I hate being right about this shit, okay? And I'm right about a lot of the stuff that goes on on Destiny, okay? So prove me wrong. Otherwise... If he's not super fucking smart, then they're scaring me right now. They're scaring me right now. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm speechless right now. When I just re- That's the first time I read it. For one hour on Sunday. For one hour on Sunday, I get to, I get to sh- walk around an empty space to go look at nothing because none of the vendors are there. They're all offline. So I can kick a chicken. I can kick a chicken. Or a ball. I can go play soccer, virtual soccer. I'll go play FIFA. How about that? Give me one second. Go ahead. Well, uh, Tal, you got some Overwatch news you wanted to talk about. This is perfect for you, Tal. Let's let's go into some uh, Overwatch news that you got for if you have anything. You want to come into the party, or would you rather just type away? Which would you rather do? What was the question? I'm sorry. No, we're going to give Tal Overwatch information. She has since she wanted to talk about some Overwatch. She's got some news. And so let's talk about Overwatch. We got about 15 minutes. But let's do this. Oh, we're, we're we're still talking about Destiny. I thought. Well, I thought we we're taking a little break. Oh no, I was just leaving, leaving you speechless. Is I, good. I was just speechless. You speechless is good. We'll 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 segue over to Overwatch. Like fucking one hour. No, I want to talk about that for another 15 minutes. One hour. I don't get to go around the public event. Remember when we did the public event? Oh God, I'm so upset. You see this? I know what the stress is about my eye now. It's about Destiny two. Okay, that's what the fucking is. And if you and if you don't believe that Destiny is still our stripper girlfriend, it's a stripper you girlfriend, guys, unbelievable. What's happening? She right is now. so good looking. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about Destiny, my stripper girlfriend. Okay, she is hot, man. Everyone loves looking at my stripper girlfriend, right? They love playing with my stripper girlfriend. Okay, she's just got she's got a new boob job, right? She's got she's got she's new makeup. She's got extensions now. She's looking fine, right? But man, does she have some issues? When she wants to talk to me, she's got fucking issues, right? She's got she's got dad issues. She she's got life issues. She's just got issues. Destiny, I'm telling you. I don't know I don't even know what to say about the 1 hour for 1 hour. Public event in Destiny 1, okay? Public event in Destiny 1, you got to go around and kill things in certain sectors. And then when you cross that sector, you're like, "Oh, I can't go over there." And you went back there and you saw skulls, right? Remember that? Remember you're like you're like, oh, what? I wonder what? I wonder how high level they are. We we go on to find find out they're like level tens, right, <laughs> or eighteens or whatever they were. And then we went through that that side mission, but way later, like we didn't even get to go in it for for vanilla. We had to wait for dark below before we can go into some of those those areas, right? And then that's why I was like, that's a little weird. Um, so we can't even do a public event here, man. Uh, so I'm con- I'm concerned. Okay, so this is the rundown real fast. I'm so concerned. at launch, there's no custom matches. There's no rank matches, okay? They're changing the gun meta after launch, okay? They're changing whatever the gun is what it is, what it is, what it is. But they're changing what it is, what it is after launch. We don't know when, but after launch. They're simplifying the subclasses, okay? You just don't understand how to work it, Sarge. You just didn't understand how to make that Titan the way you wanted to make that Titan. They're going to tell be- you... They're going to tell you how to make that Titan now with just easy two-button pushes, right? That's it. Set. Set it. 
and forget, and forget it. it. Set it and forget it. Okay. Um, the reasoning, they don't have enough time. That was actually what they said. We don't have enough time. We'll do it after. We'll do it after. Uh, and they're opening it up to the masses, right? They're, they're, they're quadrupling whatever they're, they're bringing into the, into the world. And they're stress testing the farm for one hour on Sunday. Okay. <laughs> this sounds like a super beta to me. Sounds like Super Beta the sequel. Super Beta 2. <laughs> super like. Beta 2. Now, I know we're going to get a lot of shit, and I know people probably left, okay? Bring it. But let Bring me tell it. you something. If you go watch 93 episodes before this, we talk about Destiny since May 24th, 2015, right? And I've never, ever said I hated the game in one shape or form. I'm just disappointed, and it's been underwhelming what they've done with this game. And all I have to say is, if Anthem comes out and does 50% of what they showed that trailer does, that's 100 times better than what Destiny put out. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, and to bring up that point real fast, you're not on a rail. You're not on a rail when you fly. Uh, an article came out. A person tweeted out, uh, one of the developers, said that your skill is an actual perk that you can level up your, your, your javelin, okay, to stay up in the air longer and such as you progress. And it also wavers so you can make stability better on your actual thing because you can actually hit walls and shit uh, uh, if you don't know how to fly. So it's not on rails. So confirmed, not on rails. Uh, and there was something else about it. Uh, I, for I forget. So, all right. Let's talk about Overwatch for the half a second that's going to happen because I really don't pay attention to Overwatch, but I do know Doomfist is out. Um, Tally, if you can link me uh, the video of Doomfist and I will play that on stream. Uh, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, yeah, because Destiny is my child for fuck's sake and I'm disappointed she's a stripper. Okay, I'm disappointed she's a stripper. She went from my girlfriend to my, to my daughter. Okay, that was the real secret. Destiny is my daughter. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in her. I'm so disappointed. She could have had potential, but no, she had to choose the pole. And as a father, you try to keep your daughters off the pole. And I don't have a daughter, so. So if you, yeah, send me a link, and I'll uh, I'll put that the video. I know Doomfist is out. I know he's in PTR, uh, and that's about all I know. I don't know much about him after that. Uh, <laughs> hashtag no, this daughter. <laughs> oh, not not his daughter. <laughs> you could say that two different ways. <laughs> Where's the link? Where's the link? I know it's 15 seconds delay. She's good. So yeah, so I, I'm, I I literally read that and I was like, oh God. Oh, and clan support people, clan support starts July 25th. If you have a clan, you have to start pro uh, progressing it over uh, to if you want to be in Destiny 2. <laughs> but wasn't the biggest complaint about D1 beta was too much content? Absolutely. There was way too much content, way too much content in Destiny 1. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't give us one more strike where you did it upside down and backwards, right? <laughs> <laughs> upside down and backwards strike. It's totally different. It's totally different. Thank you, Tally. Thank you, Tally. Wait, I think, uh, okay. I think, I think sound bites are playing. I think. Let me see. 
You're the best around. There you go, Tally. That's for you for that link. Thanks for being the thanks for being the mod. Thanks for being the mod. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Let's start it over. is always being tested. Conflict and war <clears throat> is the crucible through which we evolve. Can I just say, I want a fucking series of this like yesterday. <laughs> Fuck Genji. Hit up a chat. Hashtag F Genji. looks pissed. It almost looks like a like a animation. Oh. Tracer. Uh-oh, Winston is pissed. And Doomfist doesn't look like he gives a shit. It's got a little bit of Dragon Ball Z in here. Those who fall will be forgotten. Those who rise up, their names will be remembered forever. All I have to say, if he melts Genji, I know my new character. Fuck Genji. I'm going to beat his ass down to the ground as much as I possibly can. What is this one now? Welcome to another what is going update. on, dude? This is a particularly great one. All right, let's listen to Jeff Kaplan here. I've been waiting for. We're here to finally talk about Doomfist. So I'm Jeff from the Overwatch team. As you guys know, Doomfist. Welcome is to another one developer of the most update. Wait a minute. Particularly great oh, for one. Fuck's sake. The one that you guys have been waiting for. We're here to finally talk. Where is that coming Doomfist. from? Did, it, so I'm Jeff did I hit from it twice? The team. I did. As you guys know, Doomfist. Okay, I was like, what the fuck is going on? All right. Sorry about he that, guys. He hails to us from Nigeria, so he's West African. Terry Crews didn't get the part. Sad face. Known is that Doomfist is a prominent member of the Talon leadership. So, contrary to popular belief, Reaper is not the sole leader of Talon. There's actually a council. Look at Jeff. He's trying to sell that fucking jersey because of MLG, baby. The Overwatch League. He's trying to sell it. And Doomfist is a very important member of that Talon Council. Now, Doomfist's ideology is that he wants to see humankind become more powerful, and he thinks the way for that to happen. Cool, it's got a cool character. Conflict. Yes, Duplis, that's what it was. Yeah. 
but he really believes that we as humans get stronger the more And you guys still want me to go out and buy it because if this guy came out, right? But it is now Doomfist um, came out. You should get it, Sarge. Is that oh, what you want to know? Well, it's just another character. Overwatch is a fun game. It really is a fun game. I see you raging a lot, though, for it, to be honest. Well, I would need to understand the character balance between who I'm playing with and the character's position in that team. It's not just, it's not just shoot them. Hold on a second. Like Kaplan, uh... And Doomfist's hatred of Overwatch... Oh, it's seven minutes long? High. Now that Doomfist is free, he plans to use talent... Go hit that link, you guys, self. We're, we're gonna end it there on that. I'm not gonna... <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to seven minutes of, of, of him of him chatting about Doomfist. Uh, yeah, so... I don't know, Sarge. I've played... I've played multiplayer games like that. You, you rage in... And Iron Banner and Battle and Battlefield and Battlefront. If you're gonna play Overwatch, just don't play competitive. For my sake and for yours, don't play competitive. Just play quick matches. I think it'll. It, I think you'll enjoy it with us. Like if we play together and stuff, it's it's fun. Uh, the banter back and forth. You know, like where are you? How come you're not on the point? You know, and stuff like that is, is is fun. But if you, as soon as that turns competitive, and you're like, what, what the fuck? You're not on the point, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so. Uh, every game that's multiplayer is competitive without it being competitive. I know, I know. But I'm saying, if you if you play, I just see you raging. I see you raging. <laughs> we listened to you for over seven minutes on Destiny. That's good. But that's not Jeff Kaplan's podcast. This is 30 and Still Gaming's podcast and Sarge McCluskey's. So you can listen to me eight, nine, two hours worth. I can just talk about Destiny. I'm literally going to talk about Destiny the one hour I'm going to talk about the farm for one hour while they let me play it for one hour. Okay, that's retarded. All right. Anyway, that's the end of the show. That's the end of episode 94. 94 is in the can. Uh, I am 30 and still gaming. Thank you very much for that, for that follow. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you like what you saw here today, hit that follow button. Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast. It goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant. Man, do we rant along the way. Uh, we're here every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we do put these up on vodcasts on, on, my, on my Twitch channel. If you want to watch these, okay, uh, you have to hit that sub button. VODs are all closed off except for subs uh, because this is nice content. And then if you want to wait, you can wait for them to come on YouTube. But I'm really behind on YouTube. I don't even know if I'm going to use YouTube anymore because, you know, the 125 subs that I have there and the seven people that watch the videos – um, you know, really just doesn't make anything for me there. So I, I'm, I'm trying to keep everything on, on Twitch. So uh, you can follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey at Sarge McCluskey. You can follow 30 and Still Gaming at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. Make sure you hit us up. Follow us on Twitter. Make sure you follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Uh, and like I said, we're here every single week on Thursday. Uh, we are on next week. When do you take off, Sarge? You fly out. When do you fly out? Um, I think we fly out Friday. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to be off the Thursday for the next time. I'm hoping. But, okay, uh, so. All right, let me let me make sure. Friday we leave. Uh, well, no, we leave. Yeah, yeah, we are, yeah, we leave Friday. So nope. 13th, if you're off, let me know. That'll be the last podcast because, uh, well, not the last podcast. We'll do that podcast before. We might be off next week on the 13th due to travel schedule. Uh, if not. Uh, we'll be back uh, the 20th. If you miss us on the 13th, we'll be back on the 20th for episode 95. 
Appreciate you guys watching, hanging out, and I'll see you back at 1045. So in about 40 minutes, we'll be back, and we're playing Battlefield 1 with the Goonie Squad. Make, uh, so, yeah, 1040. We'll go live 1040. Uh, so 40-minute break, and uh, I'll see you guys then. Peace. Thanks for watching. Take care, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.